This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to celebrityqb.com. Yeah, it's another edition of the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Calendar. I got Cam on the line here. Cam, what did we just watch? I don't know, but, you know, Case Keenum, the, the man's a legend. Just take him down. It doesn't matter. We don't even need a safety. He misses by eight feet. He's an idiot. We, I've, I've never seen this in my life. <laughs> I, I, I mean... And Case Keenum in the semifinals... Decided by the most clueless playing. Alright, to set the stage for people living under a rock that weren't watching, the Minnesota Vikings were trailing by a point to <laughs> to the Saints with 10 seconds to go in the game on their own 39 yard line. <laughs> oh, no, no, not, th- not no, 31 yard line. Yeah, you Case Keenum throws up a duck along the sideline, <laughs> and inexplicably, Marcus Williams, the rookie safety for the Saints, tries to th- tries to dive and tackle low on Stephon Diggs when he's in front of him. All he has to do is stay in front of him. He literally just had to stay in front of him. Needless to say, he fails miserably. Could have tied his shoes if he wanted to, but he didn't. In a play, in a play, in a play that will live on in NFL infamy. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings have won a divisional playoff game in the most ludicrous. Fact. I can't even keep a straight face with this cam. With freaking Case Keenum, dude. Like I said, the myth, the legend, dude. The legend. So, oh my God, Cam! I, <laughs> I hope you have more to talk about because I can't talk about Case Keenum anymore. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if we can talk about this, the game in general that Minnesota should have won this game earlier on if Case Keenum could make some throws, which he couldn't. But I, I mean, the Saints were, for lack of a better term, sleepwalking through the first quarter. Got got the rear ends handed to him. Down seventeen nothing. I mean, <laughs> in terms of I mean, of, what do you do? I mean Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm speechless. I have no idea what the f just happened. And then the freaking we almost scored a hundred points playing the Steelers and the Jags. Like, oh uh, well, we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna get into the uh, t- uh, Duval till we die boys a little bit later on. We're gonna get into the Duval boys because. Oh my god! All right, well keep keep it going because I really want to talk about this because this is like the most outrageous thing I've ever seen, and I just want to punch Tom Brady in the face just because I hate him and Belichick so much, and I hate Bell or uh, Bortles, and I hate Case Keenum. He's an idiot. <laughs> But so, so, so what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, you're in the, you're on the bandwagon for Nick Foles. Oh, 
as ridiculous of a final four as you're ever gonna get you're basically it is. It, it, it is. if you if you have any semblance of credibility about being watching football being played properly the only team you can root for here is the patriots which is ridiculous exactly. that's the suckiest thing about it because it, I, at this point i'm freaking cheering for case keenum he sucks dick and i hate him <laughs> I mean, I'm going on the, I'm going, I'm going with the myth, the myth of legend. I'm going with the Kansas. legend. If he freaking wins this, I'm gonna freaking just like roll over my grave, dude. I, 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 I will say this though. I will say this though that uh, Adam Thielen had a game because he caught some passes that were so horribly thrown by Keenum that I was just like, you know what, Adam Thielen, you deserve whatever contract extension you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, all right. So, so let, 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 let's 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 dive into the numbers here. <laughs> all right, let's let's hear them, D Money. Let's hear them. I mean, uh, I can't wait. I, 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 oh, <laughs> all right. So, we're we're just gonna get right down to it, Cam, because uh, we're we're gonna go into. Who do you think led the NFL in scoring points today? Scoring points on DraftKings or what? Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go, DK. I don't know. Ben had a big day today. Um, I'm gonna go Big Ben, maybe. Antonio. You would be correct. You would, you would be correct with Big Ben uh, because Big Ben put up a whopping 38 points today with his five touchdown passes. It's 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 in spite of a terrible pick and a a fumble recovery that like ultimately doomed his team. Big Ben was the leader of the clubhouse with fantasy points today. Number two. Was Le- Le'Veon with uh, over uh, 37 points. And yet still, the Steelers found a way to lose this game to the Jags. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Fournette scores three TDs. Jesus, like, get him out. Like, I- One, All right, so, one TD after a sprain. T- Here's how ridiculous the Steelers' rush defense no, was. I, no, I Well, my, well, my thing was, I thought Fournette was going to get injured in this game, which he did, but it didn't matter because the Steelers were, weren't even remotely prepared to play. <laughs> Let they, her... they, just, they, did, they sat on the line and said, hey, you have a sleeping bag? All right, I'm here. Night. Leonard Fournette managed to run for over 100 yards, to, uh, over 30 of which came after he sprained his ankle. Think, think about that. <laughs> he sprained his ankle in the third quarter and still ran for another 30 yards on the Steelers. I mean, it didn't matter because Yeldon was pooping on him all day, too. Like, yeah. That, that rush defense was terrible. Like, it was terrible. Yeah, no, but Yeldon carved him up from the backfield like I thought, but I mean... Yeah, Yeldon put up 17 points. I mean, I mean, Yeldon was 3,400 and was a gold mine. <laughs> I mean, and then Blake Bortles probably almost ran for like 100 yards. Jesus Christ, I don't even know how many did. Probably did like at least 80. No, he only had 40. He, he had he had about 40, but 
It, regardless, right, the, well, the, he, got, he, he got him at least ten at a time. Well, yeah, because Jesus the steel the, the Steelers inexplicably oh. learned oh, nothing bad. from learned, did not. I'm not even sure if the Steelers actually bother watching the, the defensive game plan from uh, the Bills game. But everyone was saying that if Blake Bortles can't throw in coverage, he's just going to run if no one has a spy on him. What do the Steelers do? They drop in coverage and don't have anyone spying on him. It's it's inexplicable. Yeah, oh. I mean, I think they were, they were watching Finding Nemo instead of film. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a quote from Mike Mitchell, the Steelers' safety. Actually, no, no. Actually, they couldn't be watching Finding Nemo because there's no spy. They must. <laughs> I don't even know. Freaking idiot film. Oh, no, they're God. watching Cars. They're watching Cars too. Yeah, dude. Holy. Oh. Yeah. So he. he... All, these games. All right. So. so, I'm, ready. so I'm ready. Cam, I, I'm gonna read you the quote from Mike Mitchell, the Steelers' safety. Uh, they're, they're, they're talking about, uh, they asked him the question if they're ready for New England in the AFC Championship game. Mind you, this was before they played the Jags. I wish I, wish I could have actually had this quote before the game so I could have just, like, put money on the Jags. Just because just how ridiculous this quote is. Get ready, Cam. Get ready. We can right, play the... Um, hold on. I'm not, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Uh, all right. All right, I'm ready now. I'm ready now. All right. We can play them in hell. We can play him in Haiti. We can play him in New England. We're gonna win. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> are you serious right now? This is these are quotes before the game. Oh, I, I can't even do this anymore. I I, can't. I I I feel like I didn't do my due diligence for this game because of it's Blake Bortles. But the amount of bulletin board material before the game, I mean. Le'Veon, before the game, is tweeting about, oh, well, we're, it's time for us to avenge, uh, avenge our loss. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get another chance next week to avenge our loss too. He's talking about New England too. It, literally, they're talking about avenging losses for next week. <laughs> I'd rather watch Cliff Kingsbury go five hundred, which is very a bad thing. generate over 500 yards of offense. Over 500 yards of offense against the number one defense in the league. And you lose. And you lose. That's all I have to say. And you lose. At home. At home. Idiots. And you won time of possession. That's how ridiculous this game was. The Steelers actually won time of possession as badly as they played in the first half. But, but Cam, Cam, as you recall earlier today, my excitement over Blake Bortles just throwing up duck after duck and just having them caught when the Steelers aren't even paying attention to the ball's badly underthrown. How is no one undercutting these routes? (laughs) I have no idea, but all I know is no one had shotguns out there because they were not dying. Oh my goodness. But it, 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 but it's like it, Blake Bortles got to 214 yards on 14 completions, the majority of which were three-yard dump-offs that were run for the rest of the way, or the fact that <laughs> that he he threw up a prayer and the Steelers weren't paying attention on, on the pass for that. I mean, the amount of yardage the Jags generated from yards after catch was ridiculous. Spectacular to me. Like, but 
But you I, know, I don't, think they, I don't think anyone watched film. I don't think they did. I think they just like smoked a lot of weed, and drank or something. I have no idea. But the, actually, the one thing I will say that is honestly the best bird I've heard all day was after that Mike Mitchell quote is the the Jaguars' official Twitter response saying that uh, you can now play them on NFL Madden all offseason long. <laughs> um, I saw that too, and I was just like, just, just don't talk anymore, please. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it's a good bird, though. That, that, that's, that's actually the best bird of the day. I mean, that, that kind of is. I mean, and so the fun, the fun part was, I, uh, fun, it's actually not that fun of a story, but I went to, uh, the bar on yesterday and I got to see all the Eagles fans in Texas. Where the hell did they come from? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I was playing the birds versus the idiots. Birds versus birds. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. I went there for one beer and I said, I'm leaving. (laughs) The most disgusting thing I've ever seen. You you couldn't handle, you couldn't handle the appearance of Eagles fans. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. I couldn't do it. So like, like say like you fit like 300 people in in like a bar. I bet 250 of them were Eagles fans. (laughs) It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Oh, like I said, I drank one beer and I left. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I... Anyway, yeah, yeah. Like uh, we better stop this conversation because it's a little biased. But <laughs> of course, get them out. All right, so I, l- l- let's run. D- let's run down uh, the biggest loser of the weekend, and, and we got we got a ton of losers this weekend. Uh, so what, what are we calling losers? Uh, I'm going to give you the candidates. I'm going to give you the candidates. Up first, we've got Matt Ryan, who managed to get outplayed by Nick Foles. That is pretty bad. That's about as embarrassing as it gets. I don't include the Titans. I don't include the Titans because the Titans had no business being there. But I will include the Kansas City Chiefs on there because as poorly as the Titans looked last night, that's what makes the Chiefs' loss look that much worse. So the Chiefs are on my list for Biggest Losers of the Weekend. Hey, no, you know, you know what they should have done? They should have played my boy, Pat, Patty Ice. That's <laughs> they should have played. Mahomes. Mahomes will be there next year. Mahomes will be there next year. Alex Smith. He's going to bring it home. He's going to bring it home. Yeah, but Alex Smith will be on the Jets next year. So, he's in, he's in his own punishment. Uh, that sounds disgusting. Keep it going. All right. Next, we've got any Steeler that was talking about New England ahead of the Jacksonville game up next is the biggest loser. Because, again... Why are you even talking about New England? If you're talking about New England before you actually play a game, that means you already lost the game because New England's in your head. Uh, that's ridiculous. Belichick just said, hey, write me a check. Uh, we're going to the ship. What? Come on. That's what he said. Yeah. And, and finally, uh, and a late contender for Biggest Loser... We've got Marcus Williams and the Saints with that incredible display in the final seconds of the game of Biggest Loser of the Weekend. Dude, I think he was the biggest winner, dude. He did really well on that tackle. <laughs> I mean, on, I mean, we 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 got we got some we got some uh, mules here today. We got some donkeys. Definitely had some winners today. I, 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 honestly, can you? I can only imagine what it's like there in Vegas with the sports books, with all the people who took the who took the Saints as a dog, took the Saints as a dog, 
and we're clearly going to cash in, regardless of that situation. Even if Minnesota drove down and kicked the field goal, they were going to cash in to lose on that play. <laughs> I, 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 I would. There, there's a lot of people that are really drunk right now. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. It's like I, I actually need to drink more because I, I still can't believe what I just saw. <laughs> Too. I'm drinking a nice little <laughs> I, I mean, I can't even I can't even break this down as if this was a good football game when you have that nonsense at the very end. This is just so ridiculous. I, I've never seen this ever. So. And this is a professional game. This is a professional football game. I might as well just sign Johnny Manziel after this. <laughs> Maybe in the championship next year. Oh my god. He can't even make a Canada team. Golly. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh. I mean, honestly, Jackson. I mean, let's just start looking ahead to the week uh, next week. I mean. Yeah, let, let, goodness i mean the 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 lines the lines are set cam so uh new england's favored by 10 over jacksonville which again you know what it's blake bortles i can't take this seriously how is blake bortles in the afc championship game Vikings favored by three over the Eagles. Based on that stellar display by Case Keenum, uh, I, I see why the line's only three. <laughs> Dude, all right. So, so let's talk about these games. Like, so now that we know what what is the momentum going to do for Case Keenum. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's seriously, okay, for for those of you who weren't watching this game, the Vikings were in complete control of this game due to the fact that their defense was dominating the Saints and they could run the football. The Saints decided to load the box with nine in the box and force Case Keenum to throw outside the numbers, which he continually struggled to do. So when I'm laughing this hard, it's because... Literally, the Saints got back into this game with what they should have been doing the entire game. I don't understand what these teams are. Case Keenum threw for 40, had 40 pass attempts in this game. He threw 40 passes. And the only reason why he's over 300 yards is because of that last... He had 40 passes. He had... Okay, let's, let's rewind this back. Let's rewind this back, Cam. Case Keenum had over, had 39 pass attempts and was under 250 yards. Do you know how hard that is to do? It's pretty hard. God, it's so bad. It, it, actually, it's so good. I love it. So good. I mean... God. Dude, he didn't even... He got 300 yards just because... He got seventy on the last play. Jesus, I I really I really can't say enough about Adam Thielen because Adam Thielen bailed out Keenum on a number of throws today. Probably like five of them. Like he's ridiculous. Because 
and I know what ESPN's going to do and NFL Network's going to do. They're going to say, oh, wow, the Vikings were really great on third down. Yes, because the receivers made some really tough catches that it should have been that hard of a catch to make. D-Money, it was all about Case Keenum. I mean, I literally just heard, had to listen to, like, analysis about how good Nick Foles was. Nick Foles was v- about as pedestrian as it gets. If it wasn't for the fact that Matt Ryan was so bad, <laughs> the Eagles should have lost that game. You, you don't know the legend of Case Keenum. <laughs> and he's going to be the, the myth, the legend. I'm telling you. He's the best. So you never talk bad about him. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, hey, it, you know, it, sometimes we just gotta like suck it up and just say, "Damn, we suck." Everyone else sucks. Case Kingdom's the best. That's all we gotta say. And I never thought I'd say that out of my mouth, but now it's coming. We're gonna beat the Eagles. We're gonna kill them. He's going to stop on him, and then I'm going to see Case Keenum walk away with a trophy, and then I'm going to cry myself to sleep after that. Cam, so, Cam we, 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 are, we are going to see either Case Keenum or Nick Foles lift up the NFC trophy next week. And no, there's I, a there's I, a good no, no, and, and there's a and there's a very real possibility that neither one of them will throw for 250 yards next week. final play of the game that will you will see why we're so loopy because the play itself is just so you you honestly would say why are the vikings running this play when he has to get out of bounds to try to kick a field goal that that's how poor of a throw it was by case keenum (laughs) it's like Diggs running Diggs is running an out route keenum floats it so high that like Diggs has to jump up no less than five feet in the air the defender inexplicably bails out on a tackle and goes underneath the... Uh, I, I, I literally, like, when... So when he caught it, I, I was like, what the F is he doing? Get out of bounds. But guess what? No one's there. Ha-ha. <laughs> what the... I, I've never seen... I've never seen this. I, I know I've said this 800 you, you, times on this podcast, but Jesus Christ, God, I've never seen anything like this. It's just outrageous. Wait, hold on, hold on, Cam. Hold on, Cam. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the the Saints radio call of the Diggs yeah, catch. Let, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear this shit. I want to hear this. And uh, what, what it was was uh, Dave Alimata kind of taps, kind of bumps the guy off that was blocking uh, Sheldon Rankin. coverage again. Third and ten from the Viking 39. Precious seconds left on the clock. <laughs> Guess that. Completion and the parent field goal attempt. Here's Keenan dropping, looking, throwing near sideline, and it's caught by Stefan Diggs. He's going to take it inside the 15, 10, 5, touchdown on the final play of this game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Honestly, that that announcer sounds like he's on Ambien. <laughs> I can't. I can't. 
because yeah, I I, the, 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 see the color commentator did the smart thing. The color commentator just is like, "Are you serious?" It just like muted his mic just just to curse, so it, he, it wouldn't be heard. Then commentator like he could have done anything else. <laughs> Excitement. I don't think this happened, but we might find out. <laughs> all right, all right. Let, let's listen to the Vikings call. Let's listen to the Vikings call. Let's see how they celebrate this this junk. Here we go. Oh my God, I can't. Total dollars from fantasy uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. I literally lost about one hundred and seventy-five dollars on that one play, and I still made money this weekend. But still, this this has got to be one of the most ridiculous. Imagine, Cam. Imagine it this way. Imagine if you were one of those guys that were in the like the twenty grand pool, like uh, you paid like about five hundred bucks uh, for the buy-in. And you were about to cash in on uh, anywhere from fifty to a hundred grand, and you lost it on that play. Think about that. Exactly. So that's why uh, I had Stephon Diggs on my team. (laughs) 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 Oh yeah. Well, 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 it it, would have been funnier if I had Case Keenum. That would have been way funnier. But uh, well, and and I literally said it is like Stephon Diggs was not going to be the play for me today because Stefan Diggs was going to have the outside coverage with the Vikings corners and was, was going to get shut down for the, uh, for the game. And of course he, he makes up, uh, he doubles his yardage on the last play of the game. <laughs> Come on, D-Money. I, I, I projected this the whole way. The whole way. I knew this was going to happen. Oh, you know, like, I mean, you know, Diggs, <laughs> You know, he's easily going to get a 60-yard touchdown. Oh, yeah. I don't know, because when someone looks back on this in, like, uh, five years, someone's going to say, wow, Stephon Diggs had an incredible game. Over 100 yards receiving, game-winning touchdown, too. I mean, what an incredible performance. When it's like, literally, a guy just had to stand in front of him and wrap up. (laughs) That's that's it. Exactly. So, <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> See, you even know. You're, 
Oh my goodness. You know, as a summary, you know, we got Blake Bortles and Case Keenum. Sick picks. (laughs) He's an idiot. And then we have freaking... I don't even know who the last guy is. Well, Marcus Williams? Uh, Well, he's an idiot, too. No, I'm talking about the... uh, I can't even think the... The last quarterback. Wait, for the Vikings or what? No. We got Case Keenum, we got Bortles, we got Tom Brady, and then... Nick Foles! <laughs> exactly. That Don't sleep on Nick Foles, Cam! Don't sleep on Nick Foles. No, that's a... no wonder I forgot his name. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> I can't even think of his name because he's an idiot. Oh my goodness. Uh, Good lord! <laughs> I, I, I'll, 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 I'll flat out say this is the most ridiculous podcast I've ever had to do. But given the hey, subject dude. matter, I don't think there's really much other reaction I could have to this podcast because I can't treat this this podcast seriously. I have to give an honest assessment of what I just saw. I saw some of the dumbest football you could imagine today being played. A Steelers team that was completely unprepared. For one of the most rudimentary offenses you will ever see. Literally, they ran it down your throat. You had no run stunts. And a, a quarterback who could only complete passes less than five yards. Or throw up a prayer. Literally, you you gave up over 40 points to that team. Then, you got the Saints. Who got their asses handed to them. Pulled it back because the Vikings are so limited on offense. And then inexplicably have a brain crimp on the final play of the game. I'm telling you, this is the best podcast we've done. So <laughs> we're, we're number one in my book. Uh, I'm sure we're number one in Blake Bortles and Case Keno's book too. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the boys from Duval County going up to New England, baby. The Jags are going to New England. All I know is now that I've I've had to deal with all this trash, I'm cheering for Case Keenum. <laughs> so you heard it first, boys. You heard it first. Oh! Oh! Wow! 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 Oh my goodness! Case Keenum. He's going for Case Keenum. The legend of Case Keenum. I, I, is there is there a chance that is there a chance that Blake Bortles is not the worst quarterback on display next weekend? No. <laughs> well, I, I was saying there was a chance because you got Nick Foles and Case Keenum in the no. mix. There's the, so I was saying there's a chance that Blake might not actually be the worst quarterback next weekend. But yes, statistically, yes, he is still most likely to be the worst quarterback of the weekend. Oh my goodness. No, uh, actually, now that you bring retard into the mix. I don't know how. Balls, it's, I don't know. It's going to be know. it's going to be hard to getting through next week, Cam. It, it really is. I can't, I can't believe I'm actually stuck in a position where I have to root for Tom Brady because I can't have the Lombardi trip. Cam, we are in a position where Cam, we have we have three candidates that are up for the nomination of nearly nearly equaling the record of the worst Super Bowl quarterback to actually win a Super Bowl. Uh, that being Trent Dilfer, we we got three Dilfer candidates up for up for nomination to the Super Bowl. support behind the Patriots. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 
I already called the Patriots winning because of this. Well, I already had the Patriots winning, but like now I actually have to cheer for the Patriots. And this is, this is, it's disgusting. Explanation for what? <laughs> for the Patriots winning. Well, <laughs> the fact that they yeah, actually... Exactly, yeah, this sounds bad already. <laughs> well, the, the fact that they actually have had the number one defense uh, the last month and a half of the season, they still have the best quarterback remaining, best tight end, uh, Belichick, a- anything else you need? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> it was really, it was really tough to say it for me, but I hate them all. That's it. We are one game away from Blake Bortles being in the Super Bowl. Dude, <laughs> the funniest thing is if Bortles or Keenum wins. It, but see, here's the thing. I might, I, I, I might just like just buy a keg just. Cam, Cam, think about this. It's like the the turn of the century. Cam, Cam, think about this. Uh, Brady has an injured Achilles. We are one Tom Brady injury away from Jacksonville winning the Super Bowl. Think about that, Cam. (laughs) Bortles didn't even do anything. No! One Tom Brady injury away from Blake Bortles running for 65 yards in the Super Bowl with completing nine passes. Yeah, exactly. He, he complete ten passes for 50 yards, and Fournette scores 18 touchdowns. That's exactly what we're going for right now. Oh my goodness! And then Rhodes for freaking Minnesota gives up two TDs to Michael Thomas. What? Well, it, it got personal Come between on. it got personal between Rhodes and Thomas because Rhodes thought that Thomas took an illegal shot on uh, Sandejo, and after that point, Rhodes like went off the the deep end because like he was trying to get at Thomas, like trying to hurt him, and, like he he completely lost his edge uh, in, in that matchup and lost his head. So Thomas just took advantage of it and just like beat him on inside routes. Now, imagine you're Drew Brees, and you're near the end of your career, and you're seeing, I have a chance to play Nick Foles next week, and that you see that play go down. How pissed off do you, how, how pissed off are you if you're Drew Brees right now? And like, I, I, come, I come back, and this is how we lose the game, and I don't even have a chance to respond. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Like I'm Drew Brees. I'm like I'm done. Sean Payton. Bye. Oh, it, actually, you, you know what? You know what that that play at the end for the Saints game actually did? It actually erases the worst defensive play of the weekend, which was, uh, if you recall, in the the Falcons the Eagles game uh, when the Keanu Neal did the uh, uh, the Karate Kid flying knee to. Uh, that duck falls through up in here. Remember he, when he had that pick in, at the end of the first half, yeah. and he and he like somehow magically like need the ball right into <laughs> Al Galore's hands. <laughs> that play now, now now in retrospect, that's not the worst defensive play of the weekend. <laughs> He's an idiot. Oh my goodness. How many are on this list right now? <laughs> I, I, I lost count of the amount of losers. Uh, on this. this list is getting too full, dude. Uh, it's getting too full. Oh, my goodness. Cam, you know what I'm really going to miss, too? You know what I'm really going to miss, too? The Steelers doing end zone celebrations when they're still down two touchdowns. I'm going to miss that. 
They like to celebrate even when they're down two touchdowns. I noticed that too. I'm like, you guys are down two touchdowns and you're still making end zone celebrations. This is probably not a good time to do it. <laughs> I still don't think it's fun. <laughs> AK losing. Oh my goodness. AK. If you're if you're Bill Belichick, how much of an evil laugh do you have right now, knowing who's remaining in the playoffs? He's probably laughing right now. Oh no, he's he's definitely laughing, but it's like on the evil laugh scale, I got to put it somewhere between an eight and a nine. And it's like he's not completely there yet because like he still has to beat the Jacksonville defense next week, but yet still. If you get past Jacksonville's defense, it's pretty much a done deal. <laughs> oh, I mean, Big Ben took him for 500 yards and five TDs, so <laughs> I'm kind of scared about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, how bad? Who throws five TDs against Jacksonville? Big Ben. Good Lord. I can't even imagine any of this. Like, like the Steelers literally had two fourth down touchdown passes that had no business being completed, and still lost the game. I have, I, I do have to give props though to Big Ben because he had like three or four of those passes were like disgusting. Oh yeah, so, no. In terms of degree of difficulty, that's like the ten out of ten degree of difficulty. See, when I make fun of Matt Ryan and everyone says I'm being biased against Matt Ryan, it's because Matt Ryan can't make any of those throws. He can't make any of those throws. <laughs> exactly. So you're kind of like, eh. Oh, my goodness. And then, of course, um, <laughs> I think uh, Juju today. He got one TD. Yeah, he, he he got you your last second TD, so there you go. Yeah, but Antonio Brown killed it. Oh, yeah. Well, if if there was, like, an award for most surprising outcome, was Antonio Brown somehow recovered from a calf injury and just bawling today? Absolute bawling today. I mean, I would actually say more about it, except for the fact that the Steelers still managed to lose that game. But Antonio's not the reason why they lost that game because Antonio took it to Jalen Ramsey and a boy. Yeah, exactly. If in fact, so. if 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 anything, it proves that Antonio Brown should actually be the league MVP this year. I'll, I'll never say yes to that because <laughs> he's a Steeler. Yes. <laughs> You gotta get past your Cowboys bias, Cam. Zeke, Uh, Cam, Zeke cannot be the league MVP just because he got suspended. It doesn't work that way. Did I say that? No, I didn't, but I was thinking it. (laughs) I knew what you were thinking, Cam. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yes, by getting his own uh, team eliminated from the playoffs by fighting the league. Yeah. Yeah, him, him and his lawyers. We're, we're the MVPs here. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, Gal, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go because honestly, at this point, I, I, I really can't say anything nice about the rest of this NFL season because it, we're, we're, we're in for a show. That's all I can say about it. I don't know if it's gonna be a terrible show or an awful, embarrassing show. But we're in for a show regardless. Hey, all I'm saying is I can't wait till next week's podcast. It's going to be awesome. I'll I'll be be working hard to keep a straight face describing Blake Bortles' quarterback play. I'll be be working Uh, real hard. Yeah, you might need a couple whiskey cokes before you do that one. That's probably an accurate assessment. All right, man. All right. We'll see you later. Later, Camp. Uh, so, 
that pretty much does it for the podcast tonight. I mean, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA, but it's just the ending of that Saints-Vikings game has taken me out of the element. Uh, The Rangers have given up a a two-goal lead to the Pens. Uh, Not surprising. Uh, So we'll see what happens in the third period. But, oh, man, I I just... (laughs) There, there's only so much I could say about the NFL this season, but the way these playoff games went today just symbolizes just the pure idiocy that I've seen throughout the league this year. I, I just, I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> I just, I have to, you just have to shake your head and laugh because there really is nothing you can do to uh analyze these games i mean this is just bad football that we're seeing here just bad nonsensical football but you know let's hope for let's hope for some decent games next week where we don't have mind-numbingly dumb plays to critique but uh for the fantasy throwdown podcast uh that's a wrap for this week have a good one folks most talked about position in all of sports, the quarterback. And now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field, Celebrity QB, featuring four-time Super Bowl champion coach, Charlie Weiss. Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll I'll take Giselle, okay? (laughs) Is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.